Welcome to Not So Niche, a health and wellness podcast where we dissect the unattainable narrative we've been given about health and start to see it as something for everyone and everybody. I'm your host, Ariana Kay, and I'm a fitness instructor, wellness advocate, and someone who's struggled with a broken view of health for a long time. Join me as I discover ways to view ourselves and our wellness as whole and beautiful. During this podcast, I will point to studies and scientific information, but any advice or thoughts given are my own and are not medical advice. This podcast may contain triggered words or ideas, so audience listening is advised. If you hear anything that intrigues you today or find that you may be struggling with your well-being, please seek the advice of a trusted medical professional, such as a registered dietitian or a therapist. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're talking about diet culture and the holiday season. I find in my own life that narratives around the holiday season can have a big impact on the way I perceive myself and diet culture around me. So I wanted to talk a little bit about that today. I also have some questions to my followers on Instagram, so we'll be going through that a little bit later as well. I also wanted to note that I live in a state where the weather weather changes a lot. So in the winter, it's pretty cold and cozy, which may make my experience with the way I dress or live a little bit different than someone in a different climate. Um, And I also wanted to mention that while I try to talk about holiday food in general, it's quite hard to generalize the type of food that we eat around holidays because we all have different traditions and palates. So about a year ago, I attended a workout class I think it was the day before Thanksgiving. It was a great class and I loved it, but at the end, the instructor kept talking about how good it, how good it was that we were burning off all these calories in preparation for the meal that we were about to eat tomorrow, and I was very appalled. Now, I'd been to a lot of classes where they said similar things to this, but usually I just pushed it to the back of my mind. But I feel like we often get these messages around the holiday, specifically the message of quote-unquote burning off due to food. Another big message is not to gain anything over the holidays. Don't gain that winter weight. But these messages are so bad for our health. They're playing into healthism, weight stigma, weight bias, and diet culture. I personally find that during the holiday season, I put a ton of pressure on myself in terms of my food and exercise, and I think a lot of other people do too. I mean, studies show that they do too, but also um, just people that I know and people that I've talked to, this is kind of the general consensus as well. I felt that food generally consumed in winter was unhealthy because it felt heavy and nutritionally lacking. But in reality, a lot of those messages were coming from diet culture and my internalized views on food and maybe weren't actually nutritionally relevant. When searching for articles for holiday dieting, I came across article upon article about how to stay slim throughout the holidays, how to quote-unquote burn off the holiday calories, how to control yourself around the desserts, and honestly, it just made me super frustrated because when we're so worried about our diet and lifestyle during the holidays, it prevents us from being with our loved ones, experiencing joy, and fully relaxing, and just really heightens up the anxiety, which is also super unhealthy. 
So in an essay on fasting, Jillian Axelrod describes how when she was young, fasting was a religious experience and helped her connect with her faith and the world around her. This was something that she did around the holidays because she was Jewish. As she became older, a diet culture permeated her world and took over the ideas she had about fasting. She came across an article about Jewish fasting and how it can be used as intermittent fasting. She said, reading that article made me think about how diet culture has permeated even our most sacred moments. She talks about how she looked forward to the holidays because it gave her even more of an excuse to fast. Axelrod realized that diet culture had broken her desire to connect spiritually by fasting. She was able to reclaim this with intuitive eating. Diet culture has stolen so much from us, even parts of our spirituality. I know that I personally would not be able to take part in the spiritual fast either because I would most likely be thinking of it in terms of weight loss, which is completely not the point of religious fasting. I'm not saying in any way that spiritual fasting is bad or negative. I actually think that it's a pretty positive thing. But again, I think that we need to be able to let people connect individually in their relationship with food, especially around holiday and religious um, practices. When you're experiencing disordered eating around the holidays and refrain from food that culture sees as unhealthy, and then you get praised for it, it solidifies a belief in you that you are more worthy because of the way that you're eating. For example, when you pass around those desserts and you say, no, thank you, that is a completely fine thing to do. But when you get praised for it and, you know, praise for it again and again and again, that starts to really chip away at our fundamental beliefs and you start to see yourself as more worthy because you're partaking in that action. Now, again, I'm not condemning people who say no to those desserts. If you are listening to your body, if you are being intuitive and intentional about that, that is not a bad practice at all. But when you see it as better or more worthy to not partake in those those, you know, desserts of enjoyment or anything like that, that starts to really solidify that disordered eating as well. Michelle Yates, MSRD and licensed medical nutritional therapist, talks about this in her article on having an anti-diet Thanksgiving. So she says that anxiety is heightened around the holidays for those struggling with disordered eating and self-perception. For a holiday that's supposed to be family-oriented, food stress can take away from that enjoyment. She says to set priorities, focus on the family, and about enjoying your time with people. Eat what you need and what feels good to your body. In past Thanksgiving or holiday meals, I found that I was so worried about food that I ate less than what I normally would day to day. And I went to bed hungry, worried that I needed to, again, burn off something that wasn't even there, leading to more turmoil on my body. I would skip meals and then just eat one and not even eat as much as I normally would even in one meal. I didn't rest and enjoy the holiday or savor the food because I became too worried about the effects of the meal. At the end, Yates summarizes her article saying, to maximize your time at the Thanksgiving table, take time to set clear priorities, treat the day as any other meal, and give yourself grace for any decisions that may not have served you the best. Trust me, your body can handle it. Fixing our relationship with food takes some time. It comes with unlearning, relearning, and time for mastery. Now, during the holidays, it's not just you 
that has effect on how you perceive food and diet habits. The people you are with have a huge responsibility to treat this topic well. Now, we're all flawed and make huge mistakes in what we say and what we do, but hopefully we can continue to learn from one another and kindly (laughs) correct each other too. So what are some of the things that you should refrain from doing or saying during this time or honestly ever? So we already heard an example of punishing yourself beforehand, but any narrative that perpetuates quote-unquote burning off calories in order to eat is completely negative. And this is something that you can even talk to people about. You know, if, if someone says like, hey, we all need to make sure that we run this morning because we're going to be eating a lot of food later, you know, call that out and say, you know, actually I'm partaking in this activity because I enjoy it and not because I need to do it so that I can eat. Um, now, if you, you know, don't enjoy it and don't want to do it, you can, you can also have that option as well. Um, another one is commenting on how much or what someone is putting on their plate. There is no need to comment on what someone else is eating. They're listening to their body and you can listen to yours as well. Another one is saying, we always eat so much, talking in generalist terms about how, how much someone consumes during a holiday. Just because you don't want more doesn't mean someone else is satisfied. So don't make general assumptions about how much someone needs to eat or how much someone is satisfied. Um, let other people be the judge of that. A big one is saying that a holiday meal only needs to have one meal during the day is pretty negative. So don't skip out on other meals just because they, because you're having a special meal or having, you know, special food or something that you wouldn't normally eat just as you normally would day to day. Um, that means partaking in the same amount of meals, um, even if the kind of food that you're eating is different, um, still kind of take it the same as you would any other day. Commenting about feeling bloated after a meal and therefore you need to do X, Y, or Z. Food takes up space outside of your body, so of course it's going to take up space inside. If you feel the need to move, sit, stand, or sleep after a meal, do it and don't pressure others around you to do the same. Now, we all have a lot of anxiety around the holiday probably for other reasons just than food, but adding diet and food to the list of things that make you anxious around the holidays is not going to help. So hopefully some of these tips and the things that we can talk about and start changing the narrative around Thanksgiving and Christmas and whatever other holidays that we are celebrating this year can start to change and honestly change for the better. Um, It can be so hard to feel like you have to correct people and I wouldn't think of it even as correcting people it's just kind of offering advice to people if they say something that's negative to you or negative just in terms of diet culture um, being kind and generous enough to kind of comment on that and um, you know point it out in someone when it's not necessarily something that might be helpful When anxiety rules your holiday, it's good to step back and focus on things that might be helpful. So one of my tips is to cook together. Let everyone join in on making the food and being a part of it. Maybe you select the menu together, choose something that everyone likes. 
Set intentional time with each other. Let the meal be something that's experienced and enjoyed by everyone. Maybe select some questions to go around the table with, include everyone in partaking in the meal, and sit down intentionally with each other. Allow space around activities. Don't make any type of food or activity required, but offer plenty of welcome when asking. And encourage options. Encourage options in food and activities and allow people space when making their choices. If you're struggling this holiday season, let a trusted person know. Check in on each other and let them know what you might struggle with or how they can help. Now, I asked my Instagram followers some questions about holiday eating and holiday, um, you know, partaking in it. And one of the questions that I asked was, does your perception of self change during the holidays? And self was related to body image, self-perception value, need to diet or exercise. So here are some of the um, responses. So I tend to become more critical of my body because I'll be seeing family soon that I don't see a lot. Someone says no, but it took a lot of work to get there. Another one, usually I feel like I need to overexercise over the holidays because of all the food I eat. And then yes, because when I go on vacations, I don't think I will look good enough. Another question that I asked was, um, near the holidays, what messages do you tell yourself about exercise patterns? Do you feel you need to exercise more or less? Why or why not? And some of the responses were, I try to exercise about the same or maybe a bit more often. Someone said, do it for your health and not your image. Another person responded that they exercise way more and then more because of the amount of food or candy that I eat. Another question was, if you have found yourself thinking about restricting food during the holidays, how have you seen the impact of those thoughts? And this could be simply thinking or acting on those thoughts. Um, and there was a response that said, I usually end up binging even more than I would have if I hadn't tried to diet. Um, I asked, how much do you see food impact your enjoyment of the holidays? And this could be both negative or positive. And I found that a lot of people said that it does impact, but that's also because they really like holiday food. And that's a great thing. You know, this food that we have around the holidays can be super special. Um, and someone did point out said that it was in a good way because I love holiday foods. Someone said, it's generally that food, dinners, meals are when family comes together. The food adds to the enjoyment, special treats that are only around once a year. And that's great. You know, start to look at this food as not something that you can only have once a year, but something that is enjoyable. Um, it becomes a constant thought and makes it hard to focus on the fun I'm having. So that's kind of that anxiety that we talked about as well. And then another response, if it's good food, it does affect the day, but body image-wise, holiday season isn't very different for me. Now, the last question that I asked was, what negative comments, thoughts, or ideas have you heard from family, friends, or others related to diet culture during the holidays? Someone said, we shouldn't have so much food, don't waste it, um, kind of needing to eat because we don't want to waste that food. Another one, we'll make sure we hit the gym more often in the days following. So kind of that idea of burning off um, anything that you ate. Someone said, just thanks for bringing awareness as a fitness pro. 
yep, that's part of what I'm trying to do as well. And then a last one is work has a maintain, don't gain challenge through the holidays, which is problematic in my opinion. Yes, I definitely agree. So I think a lot of these messages that we get around the holidays um, don't necessarily always focus on the enjoyment piece of being together. This is something that can be so positive for our health. Being with people, experiencing the joy of loved ones, family, friends, um, good food, celebration, and having kind of a reason to come together. Those are all really positive things. Taking some time to rest, relax. Um, So this holiday season, I definitely just encourage you to double check how you are experiencing your holidays. Um, Let's encourage each other to have an anti-diet holiday. And thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a rating and review and share with your friends so we can start changing the narrative around health together. Subscribe on your platform of choice so you can be notified about new episodes. Thank you so much for listening. It means so much to me and hopefully you learned something new. See you next time on Not So Niche.